it says the gospel or part of the gospel. Okay? So the gospel or part of the gospel. And I'm going to base uh, this whole topic in the books of Acts, chapter 8, verse 27 to 38. I'm going to repeat it. Acts 8, from 27 to 38. So when you have it, you can say amen. So just making sure everybody has it. Acts 8, 27 from 38. have it okay perfect so it says and he arose and went and behold a man of Ethiopia and eunuch of, of great authority under Candace queen of the Ethiopians who had the church of all her treasure and had come to Jerusalem for to worship was returning and sitting in his chariot uh, in sitting in his chariot read Isaiah the prophet then the Spirit said unto Philip, Go near and join thyself to this chariot. And Philip ran thither to him and heard him say, uh, read, read the prophet Esaias and said, Do you understand what you are reading? And the eunuch said, How can I accept that somebody will guide me? And he desired Philip that he would come up and sit with him. The place of the scripture which he read was this. He was led as a sheep to the slaughter. And like a lamb done before his shearer, so opened his, uh, he not his mouth. In his humiliation, his judgment was taken away. And who shall declare his generation? For his life is taken from the earth. And the eunuch answered Philip and said, I pray thee. Oh, whom I speak the prophet, of whom this, this guy is speaking to, of, of, of who? Of himself or, or, or some other man? Then Philip opened his mouth and began at the same scripture and preached unto him Jesus. As they went on their way, they came unto a certain water, and the eunuch said, See, here is water. Why doth hinder me to be baptized? And Philip said, if you believe with all your heart, you can. You may. And he answered and said, I believe that Jesus Christ is the Son of God. And he commanded the chariot to stand still. And they went down both into the water, both Philip and the eunuch, and he baptized him. Amen. What a wonderful passage of the Bible. Right? So before going into any, any more details, um, here we see... The eunuch, you know, that he, he was reading the, 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 the book of Isaiah, right? And there is something imp important about it is that he says, how, how can I understand this if nobody will guide me through this? You know, how, how can I understand this if nobody will guide me through this? And I don't know about you, but to understand what the Bible truly means for our lives, we need the Holy Spirit. You know, the guide of ourselves, of our lives is the Holy Spirit. Right? So whenever you read the Bible, ask always for the Holy Spirit to guide you through the Bible. Right? But for those who don't, don't have the Holy Spirit, you know, for those who haven't even started yet near reading the Bible, uh, they will need a guider. And that guider will be a person that has the Holy Spirit. 
right? And who, who, are the, who are those persons that have the Holy Spirit? The church, right? So it is our responsibility to, to do this job. It is our responsibility to guide people, you know, because sometimes we, we go to people and we tell them, we want to wanna share the gospel with them. And we tell them, hey, go read this passage. You know, I hope you, you like it. And that, that is great because you're, you're doing the job, right? You're, you're telling people to, you're inviting people to read the, the gospel, to read uh, about God. But just go beyond that. You know, because they're gonna, there's going to be times where they, 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 they will need some explanation. You know, they, you, you need them, yeah, they need you to explain it, to explain something, to guide them, right? So, and I like this passage because it is the beginning of a new Christian life. That, that, that passage right there is, is the beginning of, of a new Christian life, right? So, um, as growing, growing up, you know, as a Christian and seeing all the church, seeing all the members, wonderful members, especially Jubilee, <laughs> you see, uh, I've seen, um, you can notice not only church, but the people that surround you, the people that in school, in people work, in any, in any place, you can see that, um, in some way they always try to reach to God in a certain way. Right, so I want to divide my topic in four parts. Okay, I'm gonna be talking about. So let's start with the first first, first part, and uh, I just divided it in parts that I think this is not like a let's say subjective uh, subjective teaching or or no, it's it's not it's not about teaching. It's just something that I, I maybe I just trying to to divide it. Exactly. So, <laughs> so first point is Christianity is good. Okay, uh, divi I divided this uh, how people live Christianity in in some parts. Okay, so the first one is that there is some people that uh, tend to go to to approach Christianity because Christianity is good. Now, what what do I mean by this? Is that you know Christianity teaches values, important values such as you 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 shall not steal right or or you shall not murder or or honor your your parents honor your 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 parents be kind be honest sh show love be humble right who doesn't like that i mean do we need that exactly right and if there is something appealing about christianity uh, there is, it is this, you know. This is one of the, the things that appeals people, you know. The cr Christianity um, impulses you or or teaches you to be kind, to be loved, to, to show love, to spread love to other people, right? To 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 love your neighbor, right? So all of this, which is good, you know. And this is why uh, when you go to talk to people, maybe they are not Christians, you know, but they tell you, you know, I'm not a Christian. But I like how they teach about being kind, you know, being a good person. You know, I like the, the fact that they teach you uh, how to be honest, you know. They, I, I like that, you know. They, they, they always encourage each other, you know. And this is why sometimes uh, parents will take their children and uh, send them to church, you know. Send them to church because they, I want my kid to be like that. Who, 
for those who are parents, who doesn't want their kids to, to, to show kindness, love, all, all of these things, right? So this is what parents do. They, they, show, they, they bring their children to, uh, to church or they send them to church, even though they don't go. <laughs> because they want their children to grow up in that atmosphere, right? Or in, in, that, um, in those teachings. The thing is that not only Christianity is not the only religion that teaches this. Right? So when people say Christianity is good, yeah, okay, good. But they could also say it for other religions. You know? Or there are other religions that also teach you, yeah, love love the people around you. You know, there yeah, there are people other religions that tell you, yeah, be good, you know, do good to others. Right? There are other religions that that, that teaches you all of this. So what what's the problem here is that people are um appealed by Christianity, they like Christianity because it, they think it is good. But whenever you tell them about Jesus is the only way to the Father, or, 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 or that you have to come to Jesus, they're like, oh, no. No, no, I'm, I mean, Christianity is good, yes, I like that, but don't go there, man. I know, you know, there are already many religions, you know, so you don't have, I don't believe that part. I just think Christianity is good. It is a good value. It is good for society, right? So, this is one, one way to, let's say, describe some, some people, describe even ourselves, right? Um, the second point is, and this one, I want to be careful with it, because um, it, is, it is really common. And in fact, it, it should be part of life, of course. The second one is Christianity helps us with our daily struggles. How many believe that? Is it true? Hallelujah. Didn't you hear the, the, the testimony of, of Brother Marcus? Right? How many here have been healed? How many here have been helped with the struggles? Right? Because that, who, that is who God is. Right? So there is a, a, a another part, another, let's say, division of how people will tend to always see Christianity. Is that Christianity will help us with our daily struggles. So this could be any financial struggles, you know, when you don't have any money. I, I, I've, saw, I, I've seen my mom many times back in, in those years when she, she struggled, you know. And maybe I didn't realize it at that time, but I just grew up and I was like, oh, wow. You know, my mom alone, she was struggling financially. And how many of us have, have had physical pain and have been healed, right? How many of us have, have had even mental mental issues, emotions, about that, right? And I don't know about you, but I have, I have started to notice that recently the most common messages about uh, God or Christianity is about uh, focusing on all these problems. So, you can see, you can hear a lot of messages about, yes, God is going to help you to, with your anxiety. God is going to help you with your depression. God is going to help you with your struggles, with, with your addictions. And that's, that is true. Because this is what God does. Right? So, the problem that could uh, come with this, when we, let's say, only talk about God helping us through our struggles, is that people would relate their relationship with God as 
they will only base it on their struggle. Whenever they have a problem, oh, okay, this is where I'm going to come closer to God. You know, whenever that they have like a, a little issue, that's, this is the moment where I'm, I'm going to be closer to God, which in itself is not wrong, right? It, it is not wrong. God, in fact, the, the Bible and Jesus told us, you know, come to me, those who are worried, those who are tired, you know, come to me. I'm going to deliver you. I'm going to take out anything that you have in your side, anything, anything that you have in your family, any struggles. Come to me. Yes. Come to me. I will give you a rest. I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to heal you. I'm going to deliver you. Right? But the problem with that is when we only base our relationship on when we have problems, we approach God, then there is, a, there is an issue in there. There is a problem in there. Right? So, all this is all good and necessary to be done in God's will. And, and this is what God wants for us. Right? Now, <laughs> I also, for example, uh, or maybe you can notice in, in social media, um, because perhaps this is the most appealing message for people right now in Christianity. I mean, you know, the the probabilities of people being in depression right now are really high. The probabilities of, of families being separated apart are really high right now. You know, how many homeless people are that right now in the street? How many people are, are, are suffering right now? You know, and this is why maybe through, uh, through social media, you will see uh, maybe people that are not Christians or, or Christians, doesn't matter. We will share a lot of, of posts about telling, says God is going to help you through this. You know, stay, give, uh, you have hope, right? God is going to help you through all of this. Just, just stay strong, right? And that is good because that, that, that helps us. That, that's what God wants for us. You know, that's what God wants for us, right? But it is not as common as people sharing, oh, you got to walk in integrity. You don't, you don't see that much post about, you know, you got to show Christ's character. You know, you don't see that much, that much post uh, about people sharing, you know, you got to be engaged in God's kingdom. You know? And so there, there is the issue. When we only base our relationship on our daily struggles to God. That is the issue. So, second point. Now, my third point, and this one is... Uh, it's a good one because uh, Imani, who knows here, Imani, or Imani, he preached on uh, Sunday morning, and that was my favorite message. That was my favorite message. His title was, uh, this is not my story. This is not my story. In other words, he was talking about how God will through him, you know, how, how God will, will do all the things that, that have been done through him. It is not him. But it was God through him. So all the glory goes through him. You know, all the glory goes to God. Right? So this is not my story. And he was telling that you, you, you don't have to share your story. You have to share God's story. What God do, do in his story through other people. Right? And so and at some point he talked about sometimes we might lost our way or we uh, focus or we live our Christian life based on platforms, you know, based on, oh, if God made you a preacher today, that means you're good with God. You know, if God is, is, taking, is taking you to an instrument, an instrument that's, that's, that's good, you know, that's the only thing you have to do, you know. Like, there, is, there seems to be this issue maybe in some of us, 
that we relate the kingdom of God only to platforms. You know, we relate only the kingdom of God to playing an instrument, to, to preaching in the church. Right? But the kingdom of God is more, more than that. You know, the kingdom of God, there is a problem with when you come to church and the only thing you do in the kingdom of God, of God is playing the drums. There is a problem when the only thing you do in the kingdom of God is preaching in the church, but not outside the church. You know, you're only working in a little part or a, a, a just a part of the kingdom of God, but there is more. You know, uh, and when a person is truly engaged in God's work, he's going to be talking of God, doesn't matter where he is. He's going to be ministering, doesn't matter where he is. Right? So this is what we have to come to uh, understand. And this is, this is important to understand because sometimes we think, as I was saying before, that I mean, I, I remember as a kid growing up, you know, uh, I saw, wow, great men of, of God being used, you know, in churches. And, and whenever they came here to speak, and they will say, uh, God, we will you. And you, you can see all the people, and, and you can see people being restored, and people, I don't know, crying, uh, people changing their lives. You know, God truly doing his work. But the problem with this is that we might think that, because we see God's working through people out here, we don't. I mean, what I mean is that we don't know maybe their lives in their house, and because there have been many cases where people will uh, come to, to 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 churches and preach the gospel, you know, uh, and you you see, wow, God's power, wow, amazing. But whenever they go back to church, you don't know how they treat their wife, you don't know how they treat their children, you know. Why? Because they have relating all this, the God's kingdom, the gospel only to pulpit. They think, they think or, or, or maybe we think that the God will only work through this. Or the only way that we have to apply God in ourselves is just by coming here. Right? So we have to be mindful of this. We have to understand the truly purpose that God wants for our life. You know, ministry is a part of the God that the, the the call that God has for you, you know, God has called you to be a preacher in the church and outside the church. You know, God has called you to serve in the church and outside the church. Exactly. So, this is what we have to understand. This is what we have to understand. Now, I'm gonna go into the fourth point, and this one is called. The gospel. So if you notice, everything that, that we've been talking today, you know, Christianity is good. Uh, Christianity is good. God will help us with those daily struggles. Or God has a call for you, you know, ministry. So many people come to uh, to church because God called them to be a, a minister or have a, a ministry in the church, right? Because God gave them a purpose. So when you think about it, this is in itself not wrong. If somebody tells you this is wrong, hey, you know, because God will always have a, a purpose for you. God will always teach you good stuff. God will always help you with your daily struggles, right? But today the message or the purpose of this message is that are you living the gospel or are you, or are you just living part of the gospel? 
You know, are you living what God has truly um, called you to be or are you just being part of it? Right? Are you just here because you think Christianity is good and you apply good values? You know, you, you, you are a good person or because you want to share the gospel to other people and you want to do the God's will. You know? If this is all part of the gospel, then what is the gospel? You know, what is the gospel? And I guess we all know, or maybe we, we don't know, we have thought about it, but the essence of the gospel is this one. Listen to this one. A savior that died for your sins. And this is where everything starts. A savior that died for your sins. You know, the gospel will in fact teach you that you and I, we are sinners. We, you and I, we are sinners. You know? But there was a Savior that came to save us. Save us right? And this is the essence of the gospel. This is what we have to understand first in order to go to other parts of the gospel. Right? So, even if the even if the you have you are a good person, let's say, you know you have all these good values that Christianity teaches. You are honest. You are uh, always giving to poor people. You're always showing love, be, being kind to other each other. Well, you're still a sinner. You you are still a sinner. You know, and and the problem with this is that pe uh, many people will not understand this. That being good doesn't make you. Uh, doesn't doesn't make you perfect. It will it will um, bring you to heaven, right? Or even if if you have um, struggles in your life, or you have difficulties in your life, you know you still need to. Uh, even if you if you sorry, even if you, if you don't have struggles in your life, you still need to repent, right? You still need to come to God. So, why am I telling you that this this is important? Because when we are a good person and when we have good values, then we see the gospel as, as oh, we don't need it. You know, because the, the mentality of Christianity is, is, it is good. I'm already good, so I don't need it. I don't need it. Or, or the mentality is, oh, I don't, I don't have struggles right now. Everything is going perfect in my life. You know, everything is good. Because, yes, there is a lot of people that suffer right now. Like, there is a lot of people going through difficult stuff, but not everybody. Right now, people are, are good, some, you know, some of them. And the problem with this is that they won't, they won't see the need of coming to God because they don't have a struggle. Because they, they, there is nothing going in their lives that will take them down. Maybe there will be a, at some point, you know. But for that moment, they don't have struggle. So they don't need or they don't see that they need the gospel, right? Or Or... Some people that have already a purpose in life, you know, they have already a purpose in life. You know, in my life, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to build this building. Uh, this is all my purpose. When, once I've done it, I've accomplished my life. While there are other people that have no, they, they don't know what to do with their lives, right? And then there comes Christianity that tells you that God has a purpose for you, right? God has a purpose for you. But, but what about those who have things that already have a purpose? You know, they, they don't see Christianity as needed. They don't. They don't see it. So the important to the importance to understand this 
to understand that we are sinners makes us truly see that we are indeed uh, needed for Jesus to come in our lives. Because nobody's perfect. And, and, and it seems like nobody likes this message anymore. Nobody likes to be told, oh, you are a sinner. You know? And um, without respect, when pastor comes and tells you can need to repent or you're going to hell. Everybody's like, Pastor, Pastor, too much. You know? And this is the problem, right? I, I, even though it, it sounds harsh, you know, we have to tell the truth about Christianity. We have to tell people that we are all sinners. That we are all in need of a savior. So today, this message I I don't want you to to make let's say go to the appealing way or the easiest way, which is because here's the thing: to we want to share the gospel, but we don't sh we don't share it anytime. We we will wait until you're like, okay, I will wait until my friend will have a struggle and then I'll go in. You know, you know, I you're going to time don't worry i got jesus right but that's the problem you wait you wait for them because it's it's easier people will, will love to to see that message you know um will they, they love to see the hope in that moment right now like that that moment right it's it's let's say the, the easiest way but i just came here to remind you that we don't have to forget the essence of the gospel the essence of the gospel I came here to remind us who we are and why we need God. We need God despite of we have struggles or not. We need God even, even if we are a good person or not. We still need God. It doesn't matter who we are. We need God. We need God. And this is why we started with the scripture in Acts 827 to 38. You know, he, he here was the eunuch. You know, the Bible doesn't say that he was going through bad situations. The Bible doesn't say that that he was a good person. No, the Bible just says that he was there reading about the Messiah. What but what was he reading? He was reading the exact part that the prophet was talking, was saying where, where he was saying that. This person was slain for our sins. This person suffered what we were supposed to suffer. You know, this person went through all of this because of you. So at that moment, the eunuch understood the message, the gospel. And that's why he, right away he said, what, what, what will stop me from getting baptized right now? What will stop me from getting closer to Jesus? Because he came to understand that he was a sinner. He came to understand that we are not perfect. He came to understand that it is not our work that will bring us to heaven. He came to understand this. And this is why he, he's, he's like, I want to be baptized right now. I want to be baptized. You know, let me tell you something. When I got baptized... I got baptized because I wanted to be saved, not because I wanted God to help me throughout my life. 
You see, you see the little difference? I'm not telling you that, that God is not going to help you throughout my life. I'm telling you that, that the main purpose, the main reason why I got baptized, the main purpose why I came to Jesus is because I recognized myself as a sinner. And when you understand this, this is when you know and you see truly the need of, of I got to repent. I got to repent and come to Jesus. I got to follow what Jesus told me to do, which is repent, get baptized, and you will receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. Right? This is what we see in, in, in Acts. You all know this verse. And this is why whenever we sing, how many, how many people love this song that says, Amazing grace, how sweet the sound. They save a wretch like me, right? I once was lost, but now I'm found. Was blind, but now I see. You know, this is truly a song that is talking to you about who you, you're supposed, you, you, you used to be and who you became to be after Jesus came in your heart. And when you understand this, when you understand this, then you won't have any problem with associating Christianity only to platforms. Because you know that it doesn't matter if, if God takes away your ministry or not, you're going to still serve him. You don't serve him because of your ministry. You serve him because he saved you. Because he saved you. Because you didn't deserve it, but he still did it. And there is another song that says, What can wash away my sins? Nothing but the blood of. And what can make me whole again? And it says, How precious is the flow that makes me white as snow. No other fount I know, nothing but the blood of Jesus. So I'm going to ask you, ask you to, to stand. The purpose of this message is not to tell you to stop looking for positive message in Christianity. The purpose of, of this message is not to... to to tell you to, um, let's say, stop doing what you are already doing, which is good in God. The purpose of this message is to bring you back to the main purpose of the gospel. It's to bring you back to that place when we all recognize every day that it is through his grace that we are here today. That it is through his power that God has changed life. It is not because I'm, I'm, I'm a good preacher. It is not because I'm a good piano player. It's because God has worked through you. You know, Romans 3.23, it says, For all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God. Romans 6.23 says, For the wages of sin is death. Galatians uh, chapter 5, verse 19 to 21 says, The acts of the flesh are obvious. Sexual immorality, impurity, debauchery, idolatry, and witchcraft, hatred, scourge, jealousy, first of rage, selfish ambition, dissensions, factions, and envy, 
drunkenness, orgies, and the like. I warn you, as I did before, that those who live like this will not inherit the kingdom of God. These are, these are some of the, 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 the sins that we have in our daily, in our daily life. Our flesh, we, will, we are separated from the beginning of God. But God made a way. He made a way so that you can come to the Father, which is Jesus. And Acts chapter 2, 37 to 38. We all know this passage because we repeat it so many times in church. But this is where everything starts. It says, when they heard this, they were caught to the herd and said to Peter and to the apostles. You know, he, there was Peter preaching the gospel, telling them, you have all your religions. You have everything that you've lived through, all these, these, uh, these things that you have done through your life, thinking that you are close to God, thinking that you deserve to be saved, thinking that you deserve to reach eternity. You have been living in this. But, but let me tell you that all of that does is, is nothing, nothing, because when the Savior came, the, the truly Savior, you killed him. This is what he told them. In other words, he, he was telling them, you are, you, because of you, he, he died. It was your fault. He was telling them, you are all the, the problem of this. But don't, don't worry, because he died for you. And he brings forgiveness for you. And at the moment they understood this, which is the thing that we have to understand right now, if, if, if there is somebody that hasn't been baptized yet, let me tell you that there is, let me tell you that the message of forgiveness, it is still working to our days. The blood of Jesus will wash out and make you white as snow until this day. And this is what they say, brothers, what shall we do? What should you do? What should you do now hearing the message of the gospel? Now that you know that, that, that Jesus died for you. Now that you know that, that I'm truly in need of God. What shall we do? And Peter replied, repent. Repent and be baptized one of you in the name of Jesus Christ for the forgiveness of your sins and you will receive the gift of the Holy Spirit and you know why this is so important to recognize that, that we are sinners that, that we have to repent because it will take you into a, into a humble position whenever you recognize that you are wrong when you re truly recognize that you are wrong then the next step is to change what you did wrong the next step is to change that that you now you know you're doing wrong. So if you want to change, for example, in your life, if you, want, if you want God to help you through your daily struggles, which he will, 
let's start, let's first start by recognizing who we are and who he is. And all of this, all of these daily struggles, God helping us, all of, all of this being a good person, this is all just consequences of the gospel. Consequences of it, you know. It is promised to us. God will help us. But first, let us recognize that we need him. Let us recognize that we need him. And this is why it is important to, first of all, repent and with the step of faith, what truly represents your faith is that step of getting baptized. We need more people to come to God and to truly accept the gospel. Lord, I recognize that I am a sinner. I'm going to repent and I'm going to be baptized. I, wa I want to be buried just as you were buried because that's the symbol of baptism. And I want to receive the Holy Spirit because this promise is for you and your children and for all who are far off. For all whom the Lord or God will call. So let's start, start this moment of repentance right now. I know we all have struggles right now. I know we, we're going through so many situations. I know maybe you came here have an answer for, from God. And I'm, let me tell you, God will, God will do it. God will answer you. God will. But, but maybe perhaps God, what God is, before doing that, what God is expecting from you is to turn away from your sin. Is to recognize first who you are. So why don't we talk to God right now? God, thank you for giving us the honor the opportunity, the privilege to be in your presence. Thank you, Lord, for reminding us every day why we need you. Thank you, Lord, because your message is not a message of condemnation, but a message of salvation. A message of hope. Lord, during all my life, I've been living the way I wanted. Through all my life, I've been living according to my thoughts. I've been living according to what I thought it was good. Through all my life, I tried to be the best person I could ever be. Throughout all my life, I have applied the values that my family have taught me. Throughout all my life, I have tried to be the best person of who I am. But I have, I have come to understand that I'm not perfect. I have come to understand that no matter what I do, I still need your grace. I have come to understand that no matter how many years in my ministry I've been working on, to this day, I still need your grace. I have come to understand that it is only through you and what you have done that I am able to go and be with you. Today, Lord, I want to repent. I want to say sorry. I want to change. I want my heart to be transformed because I am recognizing that I need you. 
I recognize that there is a place in my heart that is only made for you. I recognize, Lord, that the message of grace, the message of the gospel is still the most important message today. Lord, help me understand your truly message and help me act according to it. Oh, hallelujah, church. Let's talk to God. Let's talk to God. This is, this is a moment when you connect with God. Maybe you have already been baptized many years ago. But perhaps we forgot the essence of the gospel. Lord, take us back to the beginning.